0: Hello, hello, hello. Good to be back for yet another episode of the Generation B podcast. I'm Renee. This week, it's just me. My dad is uh, not going to be here for this episode because I am currently recording this at home from my fiance's three screen gaming setup in his office because unfortunately, I had to get COVID tested. Uh, The test did come back negative. Thank goodness. However, with the symptoms that I have. I mean, I'm, I'm pushing it right now to be able to talk. So with my symptoms, my doctor does think that uh, it may have been a false negative. So we're treating it as I have COVID. So this is great. I'm still here doing this week's episode without a co-host, which isn't ideal. It's not you know what I wanted to be doing this week, but here we are. So I'm going to do it a little easy. There's not really much to talk about this week, honestly. Before I get into everything, I'm sorry, I'm laughing so hard because I can hear my dog sniffing the door outside because I have it shut. This is what I don't get when I'm actually in <laughs> the studio recording. This is real life at home. I had to wait until my one-year-old son went to bed so that I could do it without him screaming in the background. It's currently 8:30 p.m. on a Sunday night, and that's showbiz, you know. Before we get into it, I just want to let you know: if you go to coolhockey.com/thpn and use the promo code THPN, you'll get 20% off your order and free shipping in Canada. Again, that's coolhockey.com/thpn. Use promo code THPN for 20% off your order and free shipping if you live in Canada. I've mentioned a few times on here that my dad and I, we've gone to about a handful of brewing games, but the most memorable has got to be back in 2018. We decided for my birthday, it was actually part of my birthday gift, we were going to go to Boston. We're going to fly and go see the Flyers game against the Bruins in Boston. And it was right before we were going to leave, they got hit with a huge Nor'easter storm. And I remember basically the city of Boston was shut down. This was in 2018. And the whole city of Boston was shut down, essentially. We didn't know if the game was going to we didn't know what was going to go on. We had no idea if we were flying there for absolutely nothing. No clue. We were clueless. And last minute, literally the day before we were going to fly out, our flight was canceled. And I was looking at the rescheduled times and everything. And I was so worried that the new scheduled flight wasn't going to make it on time to Boston and we were going to miss the game and it was going to be for nothing. So we decided that morning, literally that we were going to leave, that we were just going to drive. I can't even tell you what was going through our mind during that. We rushed to get everything ready. We were actually on our way to Indianapolis because that's where we were flying out of. And a friend of mine lives in Indianapolis and she was going to come with us. And so we were on our way and changed our minds after seeing the flights and we decided that we were going to pick her up, go back to Fort Wayne, which is about hour and 42 hours-ish. And we went back to Fort Wayne, repacked everything that we would actually need for a road trip this time. And then we got to Boston 12 hours later, almost 13 hours. We made it that next morning on March 8th, which is my birthday. So we had left on the 7th. And I'm still so shocked that we... Pulled it off. We were able to still stay in the hotel that we were going to stay in. Everything was still booked. We just had to drive there, which ultimately it ended up kind of being a good thing because I was nervous about how we were going to get around after flying. Like we would have to rent a car or just Uber everywhere. Luckily, our hotel was right around the corner from the arena, but. Yeah, a 13-hour drive to Boston, and we get there, and I had made a sign saying that I drove so far from Fort Wayne, and I ended up getting a puck during warm-ups, and a bunch of people that worked for the arena had seen me, and they gave me a little pin that said my first time at TD Garden, a hat that said the same thing with the Bruin logo, and it was a really good experience. I have never experience anything like that before going to, you know, any kind of concert or sporting event or anything like that. It was just, it felt really nice. I felt like I was at home, honestly. I ended up getting onto the Jumbotron and it was, <laughs> it was so much fun. And the Bruins ended up winning, which was perfect. But the best thing that ended our entire night of craziness was we had went to uh, one of the local bars. I forget the name of it. I know it's a classic Boston place that people go to. Oh, I wish I remember the name. I'm actually going to look on my pictures to see if it was like geotagged. It says downtown Boston on Canal Street. I'm zooming in right now. What was that place called? Um, Sullivan's Tap. There we go. We went there after the game. And I had told everyone, I mean, okay, let's be honest. It was a bar. I had been drinking and I was very vocal and let everyone know that it was my birthday. And the entire bar sang me happy birthday. And then they ended up playing Harry Styles on the little music box. It wasn't even a jukebox. It was just a guy playing music from his phone and he put it on. And it was hands down one of my favorite trips ever. Not only did the Bruins win with like, I want to say it was like 23 seconds left. They ended it. It was going to go into overtime, but they won. But just that atmosphere, it was so much fun. And this is why, you know, when my dad and I talk in this podcast and he talks about how awesome Boston is and just kind of like the the brotherhood that the players have but also kind of that like close-knit like family aspect of just being in that city it's it was a great feeling and I'm so glad I got to experience it with my dad who's one of my favorite people ever like we've said before he is the one that got me into hockey and then also one of my best friends Mallory got to come too so that was so much fun
1: enforcer based podcasting coming at you brought to you by the hockey podcast network
0: and now Samenko out in front of the goal pounding away at joe coacher who's down on the ice holding the back of his head
1: um you know actually what really surprised me especially with twitter being like leaf nation was grimson over colton Orr. that actually that voting really surprised me i didn't think that would happen don't forget to catch the fourth line voice podcast wherever you find your podcast presented by the hockey podcast network
0: Mark Bergevin, and everybody goes on and on with the whole PK thing and blah. And, oh, and he hated him because he doesn't like fun and blah blah blah. I have heard from a few people that Mark Bergevin's hilarious. No, this guy was a riot. You know, he would. That'd uh, be at the bar, and he's like, "Oh, I just had a penis colada," and the girls would like give a double take and be like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I had the penis colada. You know, I it's not bad. You know."
1: Enforcer based podcasting wherever you get podcasts from.
0: The next story that I want to get into is the 2019 Winter Classic. Now, when I first heard the rumors back in, I don't even remember, probably July of 2018, it was way before it was officially decided that the Bruins were going to play the Blackhawks at Notre Dame. It was a huge rumor, and I was just, I was hoping and hoping that it was going to happen, and then they confirmed it, that it was for sure going to be at Notre Dame January 1st, 2019. And I knew I had to go. However, a friend of mine had posted on Facebook that it was really hard to get tickets because it was only offered to season ticket holders, I was like, well, that kind of doesn't make any sense because I'm sure a lot of people are going to not be season ticket holders and, you know, they're not going to be flying to Notre Dame from Boston. I mean, I'm sure, you know, Chicago it was Chicago's home game. So I'm sure they have a lot of people because it's not that far away. But I was so scared that I wasn't going to get tickets. But I had seen uh, that they were going on sale to the general public at whatever time, whatever date. And I woke up extra early and I was so prepared. I had like three computers ready and my phone ready and an iPad just waiting to get the perfect seats. Because obviously with like a winter classic game, it's a hockey rink in the middle of a giant football stadium. So, <laughs> you know, you have to kind of pinpoint exactly where you wanna sit so you'll be able to actually see the game given, yes, there are big screens everywhere and all of that, but I wanted a good spot. And I had gotten two tickets in a pretty decent area and I wasn't too mad about it. And getting closer to the game, I was like, I I want different seats. I want closer seats. I want the full experience. I don't want these end zone (laughs) seats. I want to be able to see it all. So I ended up buying more tickets. My other tickets didn't sell, which at the time I was so annoyed by it because I I just kind of wanted to make my money back. But at that point, I was committed. I was at the game and I was ready to see it no matter where it was sitting. However, the new seats that I did get, they were... uh, pretty nice. No complaints about those. So unfortunately, my other seats, they didn't sell whatever. I'm over it. But these new seats, they were probably 20 rows off of the field which was in comparison with the where the rink was, probably like 40 rows off the field. And I can't even like put into words how great these seats were. It was so much fun being there. Again, I went with my dad and then my cousin, Gary, who we've talked about before, and then his uh, two sons, Connor and Alex, also went. And when I tell you that this place seats 80,000 people and there was not an empty seat. Do you know how long it took to get out of that parking lot? That that's a whole other story. But just being in that atmosphere with all of those people, whether you were a Blackhawk fan or a Bruin fan, I have never experienced anything like that. I know I said that about the going to Boston story. But man, being at a winter classic, it's just a whole other level of like, wow, literally speechless. And at the time of the winter classic, I was about six weeks pregnant. So here I am in negative degree weather. It's freezing and I'm six weeks pregnant, cheering on my favorite team. And I'm Googling constantly. I'm like, can the baby, like, can something go wrong with the baby if I get too cold? And like all this outrageous stuff stuff that ultimately, no, if you need to Google that, don't worry. I am here to tell you that no, you're fine. And we just, we went to the game and we had so much fun. I'm looking back at photos now of it. And I had bought a Bergeron winter classic Jersey. I still have it hanging up in my closet, obviously. And it was so much fun because the Bruins, I mean, they won and it was such a back and forth game at first to the point where I was getting a little nervous. I was really getting nervous with it because <laughs> it's a, it's the winter classic. You don't want to lose that. No offense to any Blackhawk fans, but you don't want to lose that. So just knowing that the Bruins were that close and then they went up 3-2 and that kind of not necessarily sealed it, but that kind of made me a little more excited about it. (laughs) And my nerves kind of went away after they had went up 3-2. And then they went up 4-2. And I was really feeling it. I was so excited. And I was happy. And I will never forget after they had won, my dad and I were celebrating and I was so excited. And I had said, I forget what I had said. I think something along the lines of the Blackhawks being like they Undefeated in losing Winter Classics. <laughs> something along the lines of that. I didn't like say it rudely. I said it to my dad. And man, this, this Blackhawk fan behind me, he was not happy that I said that. So you have this grown man who is really, really angry at me because I said something that he had overheard. And at the time... I was very excited. So yeah, I'm going to stand up for myself. And I was saying things back to him and it turned into a full on argument with me and this grown man who was getting into my face. And at the end of the day, I just have to laugh about it because he was just he was mad as team loss. And I was happy that mine won, which looking back, obviously, that's how it's going to be. But my dad and I, we were civil to everyone and we were quiet and this guy just, I don't know, he wasn't happy about it. But ultimately, that game was so much fun. We were surrounded where we were sitting. We had a bunch of Bruin fans by us and I know I talked about going to Boston and that atmosphere and everything, but there's just some great feeling about Being at an away game where your team is not the home team and being surrounded by fans of the team that you love, mine's the Boston Bruins, and just celebrating that win with everyone who is there for the same reason you are, it's such a good feeling. I hope one day that the Bruins will have another winter classic near here. Um, I don't see that coming up in the future. Definitely not. In Indiana again anytime soon. Maybe another Michigan one, maybe somewhere in Ohio or Kentucky. But until then, I will just have to hold on to the memory of being at the January 1st, 2019 Winter Classic when the Bruins beat the Blackhawks four to two. You know what? I really never realized how hard doing a podcast is where. You don't have a co host. Like, I've done podcasts before in the past and I mean, it's usually just me like reading different things, but like having to come up with all this on my own, it's a little tough. (laughs) I feel like I'm not like filling the time as well as I should be. I mean, it's not that bad, but I feel like I'm struggling. I think I might, since I'm home, I'm going to have my fiance come in because he really knows nothing about hockey. So I'm going to I'm going to have him join me. Let's see if he's into it. Jonathan, you're my special guest this week. Why am I a special guest? Because it's really hard to fill this time without a co-host, so you're, I'm going to ask you hockey questions. <laughs> okay? Okay. So Jonathan, when he first watched a uh, Bruin game with me, he had seen McAvoy, and McAvoy, he said it was his favorite player because McAvoy is his McAvoy. Does that still hold? Are you still a big McAvoy fan? Uh,
1: I pay zero attention <laughs> to hockey. <laughs> So, entirely for the fact that his name is MacAboy.
0: It's McAvoy. No,
1: he's my McAvoy. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, I, I'd consider him my favorite player.
0: Do you know who my current Bruin favorite player is?
1: Isn't it uh, Chara? Isn't it always Chara?
0: No. You really don't pay attention to me, do you?
1: <laughs> no, not really. Not when it comes to hockey. I just zone it out.
0: You have, though. I mean, okay, If you if you had to choose, I know you're a Giants fan with football. But if you had to choose your favorite hockey team, who is it? And don't say something stupid to try to make me mad.
1: Uh, the Saint Louis Blues. <laughs> <laughs> good
0: one. Oh, I don't know if you can hear Barkley sniffing the microphone. This is my beagle Australian Shepherd. I was telling them that it's it's really hard to do a podcast without a co-host, especially something like this. You so
1: just, you're good at talking.
0: I am good at talking, that's literally my job being a radio host, but it's kind of hard when you need to, like, fill time with, you know, banter back and forth. So here you are. Okay. You really don't know who my favorite player is in the Bruins? Uh, Who's my jersey? Tuka Rass. No!
1: Patrice Bergeron.
0: There you go. I tried so hard to get Jonathan to name our son Patrice, but he no. was he was not into it. You didn't it. even try. I did try, and you kept shutting it down.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Patrice is a girl's name.
0: No, it's not.
1: Yes, it is.
0: No, it's not.
1: (laughs) Hundred percent.
0: I don't think he knows what he's talking about.
1: Neither do you.
0: But no, seriously, who's your favorite hockey team?
1: Uh, yeah, the St. Louis Blues. I like their outfits, not their jerseys. Their
0: outfits? Yeah,
1: their uniforms are the are the coolest in my opinion. Like the color scheme they go for.
0: I think I picked the wrong co-host this week.
1: Yeah, I don't know anything about hockey.
0: You do, though, because you've watched it with me. Like, you're not, like, blind to it. You know, like, what's going on. No, I'm not. You, you think playoff hockey is better than actual, like, normal season hockey. It's okay.
1: She's giving me this look right now, like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. No, like, hockey's all right. It's not my preferred sport to watch. I'd much rather watch football.
0: Did you watch the Mighty Ducks as a kid?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. So that didn't, like, awake anything inside of you of, wow, I really like this?
1: I think Amelia Estevez is a good actor.
0: That's all I'm getting out of this. Uh. Yeah.
1: Like, an, uh, oh yeah, I'm an Anaheim Ducks fan. There we go.
0: Okay, I'm going to get up some classic Bruins. And let's see if you can uh, guess who they are from their numbers. Not at all. i am already,
1: already lost.
0: <laughs> Number eight. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> They're Bruins.
1: I, I don't know <laughs> Um Bork. No. Okay.
0: Number eight. My what? lucky number. I,
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> Do you really zone me out during this?
1: Hockey's just one of those things that I don't know.
0: All right. You're fired.
1: Okay. You I'm can like, leave. Really? That's No, I can help you out. We
0: no, can. because you're not taking Here, it well, seriously. I am
1: taking it seriously. Here, I'll ask you. Who is... You didn't even have anything <laughs> pulled up. You have Instagram pulled
0: up. I was asking you questions off the top of my head. Okay. Okay. Number four.
1: I don't know Bruins' names.
0: How do you not know classic?
1: You, I don't, why would I know classic Bruin names?
0: Because we, my dad and I talk about them all the time.
1: Yeah, and then as soon as you guys start talking, it's kind of just like... That little, you know that little uh, noise thing in your ear that, like, it just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. It's like a kind of sound. That's what I hear.
0: You're so kind. I am.
1: Here, <laughs> let, let's do this. I'll, I'll ask you Bruins trivia and see if you can get it right. Me? Yeah.
0: Oh, this is hard, especially if it's, like, old-time Bruins stuff, because I don't... All
1: right, I just Googled Bruins My trivia My dad's questions. the one that
0: knows all of that.
1: Do you know your Boston Bruins trivia?
0: Okay. I'm really... I'm not confident in myself. I'm going to look like such a horrible fan. Okay. Horrible podcast host. What
1: year was the Bruins franchise founded?
0: Oh, I don't know. Was it in the 1930s?
1: The Boston Bruins were founded on November 1st, 1924. Oh, the I was so American close. American franchise and the third <laughs> member of the NHL's original six.
0: Right. The OG six. So that means you didn't even know when the
1: NHL was formed.
0: I was like 10 years off. Leave me alone. Next Um, question.
1: What was special about the Bruins record from 1970 to 1974?
0: Aside from the team that they had.
1: They had four consecutive seasons with more than 50 wins.
0: Yeah, that's what I just said. Kind of. Because of the team that they had. Cam
1: Neely's number eight. (laughs) I got it. I win. You lose.
0: Finally. Okay, give me some more. Give me like new stuff because all this old stuff, I, I wasn't even born until five years after 1990. What
1: team did the Bruins defeat in the 1970 Stanley Cup finals?
0: Oh, the Blues. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she, she stared at me with the dumbest look on her face for a good like 15 Listen, seconds.
0: Listen, I'm fighting COVID right now.
1: <laughs> what player ripped off a fan's shoe and beat him with it in a bro? What the heck do these Bruins do? <laughs>
0: You've hey, never seen that video? A
1: player ripped a finch. You often beat him with it in a brawl? Where did the Bruins play once they left the Boston Garden in
0: 1995?
1: TD Garden. Yeah, it's just TD Garden. Okay.
0: <laughs> I felt like that was a trick question. Okay, well, thank you for making me look really stupid in old-time hockey questions that I had no idea any answers to. It's
1: the first link on Google, okay? Let's see.
0: Ask me, like, number questions, and I got you there
1: what do you mean by number question
0: like jersey numbers like who's who
1: i i don't okay who's number uh the bruins were the first nhl team to break the color barrier by skating a black player who was he
0: Willie o'ree hey you got
1: one congratulations (laughs) what bruin star was the first to score 1500 points
0: borg this was so much fun. You're going to edit
1: like all of this out? I'm going to
0: edit so much of it out. Is because There's not going to be
1: a single <laughs> bit that you use from this.
0: I told you to ask me newer questions and not questions from 40 years before I was born. It's, the,
1: it's You literally Google Boston Bruins trivia. Okay, new Boston
0: Bruins. <laughs> this episode's a mess. Okay. But okay. that's what you get when you fight COVID at home. I'm sure they could probably hear the dogs playing too. Sorry.
1: Who wore number 19?
0: Tyler Sagan.
1: No, Joe
0: Thornton. Okay, well, Tyler Sagan also.
1: I still think it's amazing that a a player legitimately ripped a shoe off of a fan and beat him <laughs> with it.
0: And that's what Jonathan has taken away from this episode. Like, you,
1: you don't see that these days. Like
0: No, in, that's old-time hockey. Like, it's way different back then than what it is now.
1: Like, that's what I want. Like, it's that movie, like, Slapstick or whatever oh my god slap shot slap shot there we go (laughs) but like that's what i want to see in hockey i want to see some dude just like rip off this helmet and just go to town but you don't see that these days
0: slapstick
1: yeah he's gonna slap his stick against the dude's face
0: oh jonathan i can't wait until my dad and i can record together again
1: well i am a great substitute for mr uh greg
0: yeah that's debatable
1: I would argue that this is the, the strongest podcast you've ever had. The fo- strongest episode.
0: I'm going to debate that and say no. <laughs> yes.
1: You see, you have my dazzling personality to help you out here.
0: I love you. Thank you so much for tuning um, in.
1: Ask me any Bruins question. I'll answer it with a truthful, honest answer.
0: Okay. Just using the old Google. Boston Bruins trivia.
1: 1924. <laughs>
0: I haven't even asked anything yet. All right.
1: I just did <clears had> the <throat> first question on the one you picked for.
0: Who holds the franchise record for the most goals in Bruin history?
1: Patrice Bergeron.
0: Chara. Johnny Busick.
1: Who the heck is Johnny Busick? He sounds like uh, like a movie star, you know? like.
0: Who holds the record for the most points in a single season by a Boston Bruin? Chara. Bergeron. It's one of the guys I said earlier. Bork. Nope.
1: Uh, Cam Neely. No. All right, I'm out of names.
0: Phil Esposito.
1: one of the Espositos, of course. How did I miss them?
0: The Boston Bruins won the Stanley Cup in 2011 against the Canucks. Who on this list did not score a goal in Game 7? Marchand, Sagan, Bergeron, or they all scored in Game 7?
1: Sagan because he always complained he never shows up in the playoffs.
0: Sagan did not score (laughs) in Game 7. I knew (laughs) it
1: because Renee legitimately always complains that... He's never shown up in the playoffs, and this last. Stanley Cup showed up. Ouch.
0: That kind of hurt a little.
1: It, I mean, I'm not lying, am I?
0: Bobby Orr scored an iconic Stanley Cup winning goal in 1970. Which team did the Bruins defeat to win the Cup?
1: The Blues.
0: You got that right. Only because you said that earlier. Who holds the franchise record for the most assists in Boston Bruin history?
1: Raymond Borg. It is Borg.
0: Oh. <laughs> I was shocked you actually got Right. That's why I didn't say anything. I was stunned.
1: There's three names I know in Boston Bruins history. I'm just going to say the same three over and over. Cam Neely. I
0: haven't even asked. Who holds the record for the most penalty minutes in Boston Bruins history? Terry O'Reilly, Mike Milbury, Zidane O'Chara, or Brad Marchand? I'm going with
1: Milbury because he's the dude that beats someone up with his shoe. (laughs) It's
0: Terry O'Reilly. No. (laughs) Which Boston Bruins record does Brad Marchand hold? Overtime game winning goals, game tying goals, or highest plus minus, or none of the above?
1: Most licks in a game.
0: (laughs) All right, I'm done with this. (laughs) Thank you so much for helping me with this. I really appreciate it. You have been the best co-host I could have ever asked for. Thank you for putting up with uh, everything that you just heard from Jonathan, my fiance. I have a lot to teach him when it comes to the Boston Bruins. I'm Renee, and this has been a Generation B podcast. See you next week. Bye.